Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. And we're on the road with the Rough Riders. Joe Womack was our strength coach, and he was rooming with Ron Este. I'm coming down the elevator with Joe Womack, and he is man, he is so mad. And I'm like, what's wrong, Joe? And he goes, you wouldn't believe what Este did. He's in his underwear, and he emptied the minibar. Smarties and the Kit Kats thinking it's free, thinking it was a gift basket. And Joe looks at me, it ain't fun. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, yes, it is. Hello, Canada and uh, Canadian sports fans in the United States. Welcome to the RP Show. It's the final show of the 109th Great Cup Week, and we're live from Baller's Rec Room before a live studio audience. Can we get a little noise over here, everybody? Thank you. The I don't know what's going on. I think somebody uh, was fooling around with our third camera, eh, Moose? Uh, last night was at you, Kelly. It, it's not working, I guess. But we do have Darren Moose Dupont here. Great hair. You got that special lacquer going today, Moose? Whatever it takes. How's your week going, sir? It's going really well. Good. Yeah, it doesn't feel like Friday, though. Your eyes are red. Are they red? <laughs> yes, they are. Late night? It's been a week. All right. Yes. Yes, it has. Hey, by the way, I got so many guests on this sheet all lined up by producer Clark that I can <clears throat> I didn't even write them all down. We got World Series champion, 16-year major leaguer Greg Zahn coming up in hour two. We've got Reed Johnson here from the Mark cast all the way from Seattle. He's going to be joining us in hour one. The sports doctor, Dave Patrician. We got candid Frank here. Frank the Tank. Give us a big hey, Frank. Hey. hey. Yeah. <laughs> all the way from the big smoke, T-Dot. He's going to be here to talk great cup. And the interesting thing, before we get into all the other sports topics here, because there are other fans of other leagues and uh, sports that have stopped in to talk sports on Game Plus TV, and WQEE here. But I will say this. Moose and I have taken decidedly different roads. Grey Cup roads. Yes. You've been hitting every event. That's why your eyes are red. That might be. I laid down to sleep last night at 9 o'clock. I don't even know if it was halftime of the Thursday night football game. And I'm like, how did I do it? All those years. (laughs) I'm tired now. I know. 
I know. I, I was with the Army guys last night. I was at the Army barracks and hearing their stories over at the Canadian Armed Forces. So, yeah, you were out partying. So, listen, in 60 seconds or less, tell me about the CFL Awards. So uh, you had a great time. It was a great time. Awards were great. Good to see uh, um, all the winners and all the nominees out and all the players and did a little mingling. And everybody said to say hi. Nice. And they missed you last night. So that was really good. But made some really great connections. And, uh, again, congrats to all the winners. Uh, the speeches were great. Um, probably O'Shea's was the best of them all. Yeah. He was really good. Nathan Rourke. Uh, of course, Zach went in the big one. So uh, it was a really, really great night. And I think maybe why that was right, because that night was late. And then I had to come home and had to watch the Thursday Nighter. Right. So that was a little, that, I pushed that back on delay. So You're getting ahead of yourself, Moose. <laughs> You're reading my diary? Maybe. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? <laughs> So we'll revisit those CFL awards and so forth coming up here. But number one is the Thursday night game. Ryan Tannehill threw for 333 yards and two touchdowns to outduel Aaron Rodgers as the Tennessee Titans defeated the Green Bay Packers 27-17 on Thursday night football. Rodgers threw for 227 yards and two touchdowns to rookie Christian Watson. Green Bay has lost six of seven. Did I tell you that I was at Canadian Tire the other day picking up something and the guy in front of me, his name was Aaron Rodgers? No. I didn't know if I, yeah, that actually happened. So in this town, I know of a Mike Babcock and a Tom Cochran and now Aaron Rodgers (laughs) with a D. Unbelievable. Um, So you watched the game late. Were you one of those guys that was saying, don't tell me the score? I didn't have to. Mm -hmm. I had my phone basically off, just took a few photos. Um, I saw the odd notification, but it was nothing that spoiled the game for me. So nobody was talking about it last night at the CFL Awards. So it was great. I was able to stay sheltered. All right, we got some uh, some more ballers that just showed up here at Ballers. Maybe that's why they have the name. I don't know to turn some music on in here. It seems so quiet, doesn't it? Although they can hear everything that we say, so that's probably a good thing. That's a good thing. Folks, tell a miracle. 47. The online 50-50 is live now. It's so important. It's raising money for the uh, money for the Kinsman Foundation. This is the third year we've done it. The jackpot's starting at $100,000. The winner, of course, taking half. Telemiracle5050.com is the website to go right now to buy your tickets. They can be purchased by anyone over the age of 19. They have to be purchased by somebody physically in the province of Saskatchewan. We're going to make the draw Friday, December the 16th. Okay, don't let me down, everybody. Where are we going with Telemiracle? Higher! Higher! Yes. So (laughs) it's not as big a crowd as yesterday, but they're into it. I like that they wanted to knock them down yesterday, right? Yeah, do a knockdown. Do a knockdown. Bing, 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 bing. (laughs) Yes. Um, I see Greg Zahn's here. Welcome, Zani. You look great as always. A great cup veteran right there. He'll be coming up later on in hour two, the World Series champion. I have written down here, NFL Week 11 big games. Yours is already over. It's over. So with the Titans winning last night, some of the games that I've written down, the Atlanta Falcons home to the Chicago Bears because we're on the air, WQEE, hashtag the Big Peach. Dallas Cowboys at Minnesota. That's got to be America's game of the week, I would think. I, yeah. I, I don't know. And then the San Francisco 49ers take on Arizona in Mexico. So how much will your TV watching be? I'll watch. Split up. Yeah. yeah and then Grey Cup. But that, yeah, I'm glad you brought up Chicago, Atlanta. Yeah. Um, two teams that aren't jumping off the page as Super Bowl contenders. But they're always in good, entertaining games. Always. This year. Always. So that'll be fun. Um, and then obviously Minnesota-Dallas will be a really great game too. That'll be, that'll be a big NFC slobber knocker. Um, who's kind of got the edge, the leg up heading towards the playoffs. It's a big day uh, on Sunday in week 11 for the National Football League. Tell your friends, start spreading the news. The RP Show is live right now on YouTube. 
and Game Plus TV and WQEE. Don the Navy guy writes in, he says, Randy Ambrosi's getting roasted by the fans at the State of the League. He's not getting how frustrated the fans are at the direction of the CFL. Do we want to go down that road today? I'm trying to keep it positive, man. I'm trying to be Mr. Positive. Uh, And Reed Johnson from the Markcast is going to be in that chair coming up next segment. He was at the news conference with the commissioner today. Um, Can I say this before we move on to the next thing? It'll be in my weekend column, but Randy's not the same guy that I met in 2017. He's changed. Yeah. I've probably changed too. I don't want to fight. I don't like the direction of the CFL. I think I've made that very clear, but I'm not going to sit here and bang on the guy every day. That's not what I'm going to do. You saw the quarterback for Toronto came out and roasted him. Here's the thing with Randy Ambrosi. Everything's great. Everything's great. We're very happy. The future's bright. We've got some great things on the go. Just trust us. Things are going great, and we got great things coming. It's kind of what I heard. I I assumed was going to be at the state of the league. Right. It's just everything's great, y'all. Well, and, and what else are you going to say, right? It's it's the can truth. It, Honesty would be nice. No, I know, but right, it's, Frank. It's like when I do the uh, the pre calls for football broadcasts with athletes, and I and I talk about you know how much does this individual award mean to you? How much does that mean to you? And they give me the can thing. I'm like, no, no, save that for the press conference. The canned politically correct answer, and give me the goods. And they say, well, you know what? It actually feels really good to win the award and do this and that, right? You're not going to get the straight goods at a fan league of the address. You're not going to get any real answers. So uh, my phone's been somewhat going off this morning. Are you following this? I'm like, no. I have no interest in what's being said there because I don't believe any of it. Moving on. Yeah, it's all scripted. Uh, The warm-up brought to you in part by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. They're hiring now. Find out everything you need to know about Bronco at broncoplumbing.com and our Facebook and Instagram pages. I'm moving on to point three. What a weekend it is for Winnipeg. Kyle Connor scored thrice in his third coming under a minute to go to lift the Winnipeg Jets to a 3-2 victory over the Anaheim Ducks in Canada Life Center Thursday night. Connor converted a pass from Mark Shifley, snapping a shot past Ducks goalie John Gibson for the winner. Connor Hellebuck stopped 29 shots to help the Jets improve to 10-4-1. And in Tirana, Yegor Sharangovich. Scored 57 seconds into overtime. Vitek Vanacek made 25 saves, and the New Jersey Devils beat the Toronto Maple Leafs 3-2. All your teams were playing last night, so was it driving you a little crazy to beat the CFL Awards and not able to follow it? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But, you know, it ended up being a really good night, so um, they play a lot of games. I'll find another one. There, it's interesting you say that. Yeah. Because with the Jets now, what I say their record is here, 10-4-1. Deferring to Peter Marr. What is it's this segment of the season, game fifteen to thirty, where you really find out what your team is, and the Jets just continue to keep the pedal to the metal. U.S. Thanksgiving is Thursday. They keep this pace up for a week. When does the S word start getting thrown around in Winnipeg? You know what I mean? Yeah, Stanley. No, it it will, and and not they might not be planning the parade route because they already got that mapped out. But they might uh, they might start thinking <laughs> They've about done it. They might start thinking about okay, what pieces do we need if we're going to contend for a cup? What trades are we going to make to try and really you know add to our top six or our penalty kill or our you know bottom pairing defenseman? Right? You'll start looking at that and being like, okay, this isn't just a team that's trying to find their way. It's a team trying to win a cup now and capitalize on that window that we thought we shut. But it's actually still open. I'm pulling for Winnipeg. Yeah. Uh, With regards to hockey, 
I'm going to reserve my prediction and rooting interest till later on in the show. Okay. I'll be the Lee Corso of this uh, great right. cap. But you think of yours. You come back for the I last segment, too. Uh, we're brought to you in part by Edo Japan. Edo Japan's fast and friendly service plus online ordering options are easy and convenient when you're on the go. And by the way, Ballers Rec Room, today would be the day to mention it. And Twisted T hosting the best party of this week. Tonight, the greatest CFL stars, TSN personalities, Major League Baseball champions are going to be here tonight. Stop into Ballers during the day, pick up your tickets, and we'll see you tonight for the best party during this week. So to point four, CFL Awards, uh, after a dominant season, Zach Caleros and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers dominated the CFL Awards banquet. Was that a banquet? Did you get fed last night? Did not get fed. It's not a banquet. <laughs> Caleros captured the CFL's Most Outstanding Player Award for a second consecutive year. Bombers' uh, Stanley Bryant was named Lyman of the Year. Receiver Dalton Schoen was named Rookie of the Year. Mike O'Shea was named Coach of the Year for the second consecutive year. Uh, Rough Riders returner Mario Alford won the Special Teams Award. BC Lions quarterback Nathan Work was named the top Canadian. Lorenzo Molden the fourth. Doesn't that sound amazing? Yeah, it does. Of the Ottawa Red Blacks, was named the defensive player of the uh, year. Other winners, Jeff Harbin, CFL's manager of officiating, won the Commissioner's Award for Outstanding League Contributions. What and, do you got? And might I say the best speech of the night. He was hilarious. Oh, was, was it good? He made a ton a of... A funny referee. Oh, he made all the classic There's referee no jokes. Thing. It was actually really good. Referees are like cops. They're not funny. Yeah. They're not supposed to be funny. He stumbled in his speech. He's like, I forget it. You guys never expect me to be perfect anyways. It was good. It's 11-11 Central, by the way. So just visualize a positive outcome, Moose, and you'll get one. Uh, retiring BC Lions president Rick Lawlisher won the Hugh Campbell Distinguished Leadership Award. Rough Riders center Dan Clark won the Jake Goodar Veterans Award. Gail Mund, whom I love, she is a, a rock star. She is the manager of ticketing for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. She won the Jane Mobby Tribute Award. And Edmonton Elks receiver Emmanuel Arsenault won the Tom Pate Memorial Award for Community Contribution. And he's a good dude, too. Um, I'll say something about Gail. You may or may not believe this or know this. You'd believe it once I tell you. When the Rough Riders, at one time the flagship franchise of the CFL, moved from the old stadium, Taylor Field, no football stadium in Canada has hosted more pro football games than Taylor Field. Nobody's called more there than me, but I digress. When they moved from Taylor Field to the new stadium, Mosaic Stadium, it was the largest season ticket migration in North American sports history. Wow. There was no other team, as I was told, that went from an old stadium to a new stadium with that many season tickets. I think it was 30,000 at that time. Certainly Canadian history. As I sit back and think, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. When they went from Texas Stadium to the new place, probably, it was probably Canada. Yeah. Blue Jays hadn't. Right. Raptors. Unbelievable. Hadn't. Gail oversaw that. Okay. So she's a rock star and I love her. So I was very happy when I saw that come across uh, my phone yeah. that she'd won it. By the way, folks, New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community. And to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at an ice rink. Near you in Calgary, open to families and the general public in support of Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations presented by New York Fries. For the dub fans, of which we include ourselves, how about this? In Winnipeg last night, Matthew Savoy recorded a hat trick and three assists as the Winnipeg Ice outdueled the Regina Pats 9-5 on Thursday at the Ice Cave. 
This is reminding me of something. I'm not quick enough on my feet to think of what it's reminding me of, but I was sent by our buddy Brian, the cop in Fort Lauderdale, yeah. the, vi- the video of Bedard's goal last night. Ten seconds in? Yeah. Unreal. And so that? Brian's not a Pats fan. He's a Bedard fan. But it's reminding me of that whole, it's like the Leafs. It's like the Leafs. Yeah. Austin Matthews score. <laughs> Matthews score. You, you, you lost. Doesn't matter. Austin scored. That's where we're with Bedard. Yeah. I know. You gave up four goals in the third period. Doesn't matter. Connor scored. He's on the highlights. I know. What are we doing here? I know. Our guy's better than yours. <laughs> it's like the Democrats in the midterms. We didn't get swept. <laughs> you got your ass kicked. But we still got the president. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for now. <clears throat> In theaters, November 23rd, Devotion, an aerial war epic based on the best-selling book of the same name, tells the harrowing true story of two elite U.S. Navy fighter pilots during the Korean War. Their heroic sacrifices would ultimately make them the Navy's most celebrated wingmen. You servicemen and women are going to love that, and everybody else, too, should go. Devotion in theaters, November 23rd, Landmark Cinemas. Lastly, deal or no deal, Moose, the final one of the CFL season. Let's go. Toronto Argonauts versus the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. If you've heard, in the Great Cup champion, the 109th Great Cup, Sunday, Bombers are favored by 5.5 points. Deal or no deal? Bombers favored by five. Yeah, it's swelled. 5.5. Deal or no deal? What are you doing? I'm cheering. F- no. <laughs> I told you I'm saving it. I know. And I thought I was going to save mine, too. Can we save okay. it for OT? How do you keep a monkey in suspense? We'll tell you in overtime. Nice work, Moose. Thank you. Well, we got out of this ahead of time. When we come back, we'll be talking uh, CFL football, NFL football, alternative football, as, as he likes to call it. Reed Johnson of the Mark cast. On the way, Greg Zahn, Dave Patrician, who else? Candid Frank, whoever else wants to come on the air, we'll put them on. Live from Ballers <laughs> Rec Room, from the 109th Grey Cup on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and the Big Peach, the key, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community, and to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary. Open to families and the general public in support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations. Presented by New York Fries. That beautiful blue sky. Site of the biggest party of the week here tonight. Ballers Rec Room presented by Twisted T, the biggest Canadian football league stars, television sports personalities, and all the rest. Baseball champions, uh, Greg Zahn's going to be here, the World Series champion of Florida Marlins. That's all tonight. Stop in at Ballers and pick up your tickets. If you can, ahead of time, we will see you here. Okay, well, I'm excited to welcome to the program, and I, you've been on before via video, right? Via video. Yeah. Reed Johnson's here from the Markcast out of Seattle, and this is your first Grey Cup. Second, we were in Hamilton last year. Oh, did you go? Yeah, we made. We, uh, <laughs> I apologize for no, that. That's okay. Yeah, but I think I, a lot of people didn't think that we would be back. <laughs> so I said, why? Well, you know, they said it's like you go do it once, you prove everyone wrong. Because you know, we have a lot of like, who are you? Why are you covering the CFL? All that stuff. But you know, we came last year, met everybody. So this year, it's been great because now we know you know everybody. We know everybody. Your old friend. Well, that's certainly the CFL community for sure. But I mean, last year. There was a bit of a snafu with us and this show, and I said, I'm just going to stay in Florida. And uh, that will be my Grey Cup plans watching this Sunday as well. But I want, like, so we do have some breaking news. This just came out of the Commissioner's News Conference moments ago, or State of the League, whatever they're calling it. He told the fans they're going to move the playoffs beginning next season to Saturday. So, because they've, they've been Sundays for 100 years, but one year, 2008. So that's the breaking news. You're laughing already. Well, I, I tweeted a couple weeks ago, I think they should do that. I mean, you avoid the NFL all year, right? And then once it comes to the playoffs, you're going to compete with, you know, you got Bills, Chiefs or whatever. You got, uh, you know, uh, Alouettes going up against that. It's not really as intriguing to a lot of – if you're trying to get new fans in there, you're asking people to choose one or the other, and that's difficult to do. For sure. But you're a born and bred American. Born and bred Seattlean. Yeah. What do they call yourselves? Seattleans? Yes. <laughs> Seattleites. Seattle- Seattleites. Yes. There was a great band in the the Georgia Seattleites. Well, there you go. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> do we want to start on the moving? The, 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 the... Well, let me back. It, it, it's blown my mind yeah. that they would do that because we did it one year in 2008. That was when I was in the league and we played the BC Lions here. We got our butts kicked and the television ratings went <clears throat> on that Saturday. You know what I mean? And then they went back to Sunday the next year. So why would you change now? And it's just sort of a CFL thing. It seems just a little hokey because you're going to move your games semifinal weekend, final weekend to Saturday, but still have the Grey Cup on Sunday? It's still confusing. It's confusing. I mean, I get and you want to do that whole week, the Grey Cup week and all that. But it does, it, to me, it is, hey, we don't want to compete. We're moving this. We want to keep it separate. Absolutely. I mean, there's no other reason to do it. This is interesting, by the way. Phil Kershaw is watching in Victoria, B.C., former chairman of the Canadian Football League, and he says, Reed has done more to promote the CFL in the United States than any other American commentator. Kudos. That's from <laughs> Phil. So, and that's a fact, but I guess you don't really sit and think about that, do you? No, that's good. I appreciate that. I work, you know, we work hard. It's a passion of love. <laughs> yeah. 
Right. You, uh, there's a lot of comments coming in from viewers here. Craig in Calgary says, great to see Reed again. What are his impressions of the Queen City compared to the Hammer? Because uh, <laughs> he was in Hamilton last yeah. year. Uh, very cold. We're from Seattle. So it's a good like, 35, 40 degrees colder here than it was. I think it was two degrees Fahrenheit here last night, which is we're, we're sitting about 38 right now. But it's good. We bought, I bought my wife, Dorothy, who's here with me, bought a lot of clothes on Amazon to come here. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, you have that automatic 25 cent exchange. You know, you could have bought great cup gear and you still can. Uh, so maybe just, I'm trying to process this yeah. moving the playoff games to Saturday. Let me walk back to where I wanted to start with you. You were at the commissioner's mm-hmm. news conference. This is different. He did two yeah. events this morning. One was with the media. One's with the fans. How did the media one go? I was surprised not as many people were there. That was my biggest takeaway. And I had even posted photos of it. And I got tweets back like, wow, that's really the only Canadian media that are there. I think there was a lot of decisions this year, like post-media and otherwise not to send people. But I was just surprised. Last year when we walked in, it was like standing room only. You couldn't even get in the door. This time, like plenty of seats. I was surprised with how few people were there covering it. So that's the start. That was your first thing. Yeah. And what else? Uh, you know, I mean, Ambrosi's been on our show, the commissioner. He is great, but I've been heard he's kind of a tough nut to crack, right? I mean, I thought we had a good conversation, but not a lot of answers given, you know, a lot of questions about, you know, American TV ratings, and are we doing suspension stuff, what's happening with the CFL fan vote, what happened with that. I, just, I thought Jeff Hamilton had a really good question about that. Like, Brandy, can we, what actually happened with that? Like, can we just get some answers? Because that's the point of the state of the league address for the media is like to actually get some answers. So uh, he didn't have a lot to say. He said maybe an American TV deal announcement's coming soon. Uh, I think they could do a lot more to promote the game in America than they're doing. They aren't doing any in America. No. I, I mean, spent the, half my time there. No, <laughs> And the ratings, I mean, they'll get 86, 100,000 viewers with literally zero promotion at all on you know, ESPN2 or like ESPN News where you have to have like two different subscriptions to get. I mean, it's really hard to be a CFL fan in America. It's really hard to get. Fair. But I mean, I got ESPN Plus in Florida and I watch every game. Yeah. So, but I know what I'm looking for. It's, yes. as, as somebody said to me, oh, my friend in Aird Reek, Kevin the Medium, he's probably watching right now. As a matter of fact, he says he has. Uh, so, sorry, he says he's watching. He goes, as far as CFL News living in Calgary, and he's a BC Lions fan, he goes, I need to go searching it out. Yeah. You would get this in America. The NFL is just in your face, yeah. in your face, in your face, in your face. And it's CFL in this country is not. And by the way, you talk about more media in Hamilton last year as opposed to Regina here. It's a what is it 58 kilometers from toronto yeah. which is the meet which is the new york of canada so they just would have all driven yeah. down there but the cfl media the state right now is not what it was you know let's go back to 1995 yeah. the first time this city hosted the great cup it was banging it was super bowl worthy numbers those rooms were bursting at the seams with everything fans media all the rest and i think covid probably took a big of a ding out of this league did you sense that yeah, I mean, you, we were even talking before the show how, like, finding hotels here, we had heard all this kerfuffle, like, we can't find anything. I mean, we're in the media wing, but uh, it certainly doesn't seem like there was any trouble. We were on the plane with someone that said they were able to book a ticket once teams canceled and stuff. It doesn't seem like it's that, like, sold out across the board, that it, it maybe felt like they wanted it to be. Yeah. So, Reed and I got acquainted with each other during the canceled CFL season. And it was all started by Randy Ambrosi's XFL talks. And listen, I've had multiple conversations with Randy Ambrosi one-on-one. We've gone for coffee together. And frankly, I quite like the man. 
in 2017. Five years later, he's changed. I feel like he's not the same guy. Hasn't been on this show in a couple of years. And to be honest, I really wanted to partner with the XFL. I was a fan of the CFL in the 90s. We've talked about that. I loved when Birmingham came to town and Sacramento came to town and San Antonio came to town and Memphis and Baltimore. It was awesome. Why can't we do that again? They don't want to do that. And I just kind of, and I still think that was just a ruse thrown out there to distract us with the fact that they've canceled. We're going to cancel the season. I think it was know? both because I think the XFL still, we're, right, we're kicking off in February this year now, still haven't kicked off since all that happened. They still don't have a Las Vegas venue for that franchise. And I think part of the CFL, I think it was a mutual beneficial, like CFL, we can distract from you know the COVID season and all that. And the XFL, it's like, well, now we can buy ourselves some more time because I really don't think they would have been ready to go last February, mm-hmm. which was originally the plan. Well, but again, I think... Randy, for the distraction, because you and I met that way, and we got each other's cell numbers, and you go to Super... Where did you go? That It was the USFL kickoff. Yep. You were mm-hmm. sending me photos from yep. there and stuff, so yep. I'm very grateful for that. But I sit and wonder how serious were they, or will they ever be with this? He was asked today, like, do you have an end date for your tenure? And he said, no. Like, I'm, I'm, it's not up to him. I'm happy to serve as long as the board will have me. He, he, he'd be the last to know. <laughs> Sorry to say. It's how it works, man. I've covered this league since 1991. Uh, there's, I'm sorry, there are a ton of, okay. ton of great comments coming in here. Jennifer from the Four Seasons, which incidentally you're going to have to check out before you go. Best boneless Greek ribs on the planet. Jennifer says, I just found out yesterday I can stream TSN on my phone from my TV subscription. Don't judge me. <laughs> Thanks to George Y., the Greek freak, for showing me. We, there's no dumb questions, as they say, Jennifer. I'm glad that you found it. I, Kevin, the median this morning, we were driving around. I was talking to him on the phone, and I said, oh, the commissioner's speaking right now. And he goes, well, it'd be nice to watch it somewhere. And I said, well, I got a notification from TSN that I could watch it on the stream. I'm just not interested, I'm sorry, in what Randy has to say, which I'm not. I love him, but I didn't think there was going to be anything substantial come out. And frankly, from a media perspective... Don't you think he should have saved the we're moving the playoff games to Saturday to the, with the media was there as opposed to the fans? Well, that's why I saw this tweet before I came up. Like, did I miss Thank something? God you saw it, yeah. Well, I said, but we were just there. You had every media member, you know, that wanted to come there. And, you know, yeah, that was the big, I guess, you know, being hosted there with the fan one. But I was curious that someone must have asked about it to bring that up, right? Who knows? We'll find out yeah. more over the next 24 hours, uh, obviously. Oh, from my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat, she says Ambrosi has blinders on. He needs to see the reality of empty seats. All of that. All of that. I like him as a man, but he's changed. And I used to believe what he says. I don't anymore. And I just think he's speaking on behalf of the owners that are this league's disintegrating in front of our eyes. Okay, it's read my weekend column. We don't have a national, from what I understand, radio broadcast for the first time in 100 years. There's no national radio broadcast of the Great Cup. Does that sound right to you? No. Can you, can you believe it? It's weird. It is weird coming into this because I'm like a total outsider, right? I mean, we started covering this stuff two years ago, and you're like, uh, okay, it's interesting, but it, it's the best league. Like, the people that cover it, Dorothy and I, we were walking here saying, like, 
it, everyone it around the league loves it and takes it so seriously, right? Like, it is some of the best reporters covering it, right? Asking these questions. But there, there just seems to be a disconnect there that they just don't. It, they want this to be so much more than it feels like it is sometimes. We are here to talk CFL, but there are some XFL questions. James in Border Manitoba watching. He says, I watch the Mark cast every week. I love hearing what Americans think about our league. Great podcast. From Don, our Navy friend. Just wish Randy'd be honest once in a while. Hello! Bingo! From Dan in Saskatoon. I haven't dug into the XFL draft yet. Were there any surprise names or names of note selected? Uh, so we did an eight and a half hour draft live stream on Wednesday. It was quite the day for that. Uh, it's exciting. It's a lot of guys from the USFL. That was kind of the big takeaway. Not a ton of CFL, more people that have kind of bounced around from XFL 2020. No one that you would be like, oh my God, like we got to sign him up. Some of the quarterbacks a little bit, but they're really focusing on developing talent. I mean, they're even when Bo Levi Mitchell, where they're like, oh, is he coming down doing the XFL? Like they don't want to pay up for that. They want to develop from the ground up. Up. They want to find guys like Taylor Heineke now that's my team, the Washington Commanders, playing. I mean, he was the backup for the Battle Hawks in 2020. He didn't even touch the field. That is the people they are trying to cultivate now, not, oh, we're going to bring in Josh Gordon or Johnny Manziel or, you know, the people still the ask about Kirkpatrick, you know, uh, Colin Kaepernick. The bar flies in Winnipeg, as the name says. Has bomber dominance actually hurt the CFL? No, it hasn't. It's a great story. They were terrible for 30 years, and if they go for the three-peat, I'll be the happiest guy. Um, they call it, you're calling it alternative football. Yes. I think you're like the only guy. I might jump on that train with you. That's fine. Yeah. I you, get yelled at by CFL people, though. They're like, this isn't an alternative football. It's like, it's not the NFL. We cover everything non-NFL. It is alternative um, football to 98% of the world. Okay, I've just changed in my mind here. I'm switched gears on Uh-oh. this question. No. <laughs> Why are CFL fans triggered so much? Uh, they're very triggered. I get gate, tr- <laughs> yes. it, it, I call it like gate checking, right? Like we, uh, I, I got into some, oh, when we were talking about the uh, blue bombers tweeting online and cause they were making fun of the BC lions. Oh, it's so cold here. And I'm like, you guys are the most dominant franchise in decades. Like, why are we making it about being cold? Let's talk about the football. All these people, well, you don't even know. Cause the stamps in 1998, I'm like, I don't care. Like it doesn't like you're allowed to just enjoy and watch the game. Just because I don't know the last 45 years of history of the Blue Bombers doesn't mean I can't come and enjoy the game. Or have an opinion. Yeah, but it seems like there is a disconnect. Like, unless you've had season tickets for 87 years, I don't want to hear from you. Okay. <laughs> I know. But well, I love hearing from you. And I think you're great. And I'm not just saying it because you're here. You know that. So welcome. Thanks for coming on and enjoy it for all that it is. Thank you. And keep in touch. <laughs> Reed Johnson from the Markcast. I'm not sure who's next, but I know it'll be great. We'll be right back on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You might not be injured if you slip and fall, or you might injure your knee, leading to a permanent disability. Take safer steps. Learn more at worksafesask.ca. We are live on the RP Show here 
109th Grey Cup week. And by the way, just before we jump into uh, more Grey Cup talk with our good friend David Patrician, Sports Update Canada has gotten off to a rough start in its rivalry series against the U.S. Women's hockey suffering a 2-1 loss in Kamloops, B.C. Thursday night. It was the second straight loss for Canada, who suffered a 4-3 shootout loss on Tuesday in the opener of the seven-game series. Aaron Judge of the Yankees in the American League and St. Louis Cardinals slugger Paul Goldschmidt of the NL both were named MVPs Thursday after hitting 62 home runs this season to break the AL record. Judge easily beat out Los Angeles Angels two-way phenom Shohei Otani in an MVP race. Thought uh, by many would be close. It wasn't. The sports update for Edo Japan, their fast and friendly service, plus online ordering options are easy and convenient when you're on the go. Our good and longtime friend, Grey Cup veteran David Patrician, joins us as sports doctor. How you How doing? About that? David, welcome. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm just so honored to be here. Like, you well, know, we're honored to have you. And, and, and I think about this, and, I, and we were just talking off the air. I think about what an ambassador you are to the Canadian Football League, an ambassador to the city of Regina and the province of Saskatchewan. Thank you, Dave. And you keep coming back here. And I, and I know all the circumstances around, and I don't think you get treated as much respect as you should in your home city. That's nice of you to say that. Thank you, Dave. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. How many, have you counted Grey Cups? How many for you? Well, you know, I, I lose track of a whole bunch, probably like you did in, in the, in the, right. in the no selector years. But I, but, I, but I believe this may be um, number 15. Um, but I, 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 I'm not recalling. I know 91 was my first one because that was the first one in Winnipeg. And then my second one was 1995 in Regina, which probably still is the greatest Grey Cup moments because of the way the community handled the Grey Cup in 1995. And then I've been to every appearance, um, you know, from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers after that. And, of course, uh, Calgary in 2019 has to be one of the great highlights. We were together in Ottawa. In, um, for the, They're uh, all great. We, yeah. I call that the Shania Twain great. 2017? Yeah. That was the Snow fantastic. Glow. Yep. And then there's the Justin Bieber one. And there's, I, I base it around the different bands I've watched, right, in, in this one. So it's, uh, it's so exciting to be back in a Grey Cup town. And uh, Regina, they, they do put on a great party for all their little faults. Yeah. <laughs> Bomber fan here. Well, by the way, I've never had more photos taken in my life. I was uh, <laughs> One of the new NHL on ESPN hosts was saying how she was taken aback how many people take her photo when she's doing NHL games. I'm like, you better get used to it, my well, dear, because that's part of the gig. Well, how old is she? Because, I mean, 20 years ago, nobody carried a camera around their neck unless you were a tourist. Now everybody has a camera in their does. hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going to stay for two segments, if that's okay here? Because we have a lot to get through. Um, so the big news that dropped this morning is that the CFL is moving its playoff games from Sunday to Saturday by the commissioner in his state of the fans address moments ago, literally moments ago. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. is watching. He says, does it really make that much difference having the playoffs on Saturday instead of Sunday? Wayne, we're going to explain it to you why. Uh, David, by the way, asked me, why, what's the deal with Atlanta and why do they like our show so much? And I, <laughs> I said, didn't say I like that. <laughs> I'm like, I don't get it either. But they do, right, Ryan on radio? And we get mail from listeners, and they love this because it's a foot. They love football, right? And they dang sure love hockey, and you stole their team in Winnipeg, the yeah. Thrashers. But they follow very closely. My point being to sit and talk about playoff football is a, is a conversation that involves football fans all across the continent because you got your high school football Friday night, college football Saturday, which is obviously is massive. Go dogs! Number one, why would the CFL do this? 
We just talked about this off the air, and I can't repeat what I told you. Like, why? I forgot it already. Why, so. are they, why do they keep screwing around? Why do we have this inferiority complex? It is tradition. We got almost 31,000 people to Winnipeg for the Western final last week. None of those people were watching NFL. Obviously, this is driven by, by the television partner because they think they maybe. Great, because maybe because um, auto racing might not get the same ratings as CFL game on a Saturday. And, and, and everybody knows that. They're, they're, the greatest thing about the. You know, and I, I love watching TSN, and don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to knock them, but I have one major criticism about that partnership. Why is the Super Bowl on CTV, but why is the, the uh, Grey Cup just on TSN? Why aren't we on the National Coast to Coast Network? Why isn't the Why isn't the Super Bowl? Sorry, the Grey Cup held in that same regard as the Super Bowl in the eyes in of Canada. Bell in Canada. And then why do we keep screwing around? We've tried this before. I remember there was times before where they had that. And maybe yeah, if you want to keep one game at prime time on Sunday and put one game on prime time on Saturday, that'd be great. That that's not a bad idea because maybe there would maybe generate a little bit more interest. But you can't tell me looking at the different crowds. That was the large largest crowd of the year for the Eastern Final in Toronto and that's and we're a league that's determined on a lot of the success is determined on live gates and you know the ratings are good right the, the ratings are good what are you going to watch you going to watch Jacksonville and Baltimore or do you want to watch Toronto it's, versus Montreal see Dave that's why I have you on the air you're smart not just good looking thank you you brought up that argument crowd that? It was the biggest crowd of the year it was a great crowd I was watching it wherever I was oh with my brother at the farm and um, we're like what a great crowd in Toronto so you got some splaining to do, Randy. Why would you go switch it now if the biggest crowd of the year was a Sunday in the biggest city in the league? I think there's other problems to fix, too. Like, why are the Argos playing on uh, a Monday, July 4th, the 4th of July? Like, I mean, I, you know, we, we talk about that. Um, I was on uh, KISS Radio in Toronto talking about that. I'm sure Toronto's, Toronto's people like to think they're Americans, and we, 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 Winnipeg went in there and kicked their butt on their 4th of July. I thought it was July. a great fit, to be honest. But it, it, it's, it's just... It's just weird that we just stick to what we know the best. You know what? I, I don't mind when they talk about rule tinkering if it doesn't affect our game. We have a unique game. We have a different game. We are not the National Football League. And all the thells, the bells and whistles, all the Grey Cup parties that are on Sundays. What's, ne what's next? Oh, we're going we're gonna to think about changing when the Grey Cup game is? Yeah, they did. It used to be in the afternoon, which made for a great party thing. But now it's prime time, and we know television dictates that. But stop it. Stop it. Put up, pump out your chest, Randy Ambrose, and go, We're great. We, we were great, that. and we're steeped in tradition. And who, I, I don't know where this is driving. Like, you know, we, don't wanna, we don't want four-down football. We don't want the smaller field. We want the Canadian game. You love, you really love Matt Dunnigan, don't you? I was telling you before the show that your Winnipeg friends have welcomed me all in. And yes. by name, Matt Dunnigan, Mike Kelly, there are others. I brought up the idea of U.S. expansion, and Matt was like, no. <laughs> Unless he's acting, but Matt's a pretty play, real guy, right? Did he play Birmingham? or did yeah. He play, yeah, Birmingham. Birmingham, but he lived in Valdosta, Georgia for mm -hmm. seven years. And he goes, no, I think we need to expand in Canada to the mid-level-sized cities, not expand to the States. And I'm sort of like, why can't we do both? I just want a bigger league, more yeah, teams. The business model is tough, right? And Because I know people criticize Randy. They criticize the league, but why aren't we way out east? Well, you have to find an owner and you have to find a building. I mean, and that's the whole thing. I mean, I don't think it's that expensive to get into that, but... You don't make a lot of money in the current economic situations with that. And look how hard the guy in B.C. tried, the new owner. He drew well this year, spent a lot of money. Um, Calgary, 
they announce the attendance of what they are. There's thousands and thousands of empty seats. Edmonton's a dog's breakfast right now. You know, Winnipeg it works, Regina it works, Hamilton it works, Ottawa's starting to falter. You see a lot of empty seats there. Montreal can come up again. I think though there is a great amateur football scene, uh, college football, high school football scene in Quebec. But I don't know what to do with the Toronto Argonauts. And you need to have a team there to attract national advertisers. So I am speaking out of both sides of my mouth, but you have to be you have to be conscious of what your advertisers want and conscious what your partners want. But it's got to work. They've got to make it work. Yeah. Well, they're, uh, they got some problems, some struggles right now. Thank you, Ryan O'Radio. I told you about Ryan O'Neill's what He's watching but running the show on WQEE. And he says, that is correct, RP. They just like what we talk about down there in Atlanta. I can't explain it. It's a god shot, dude. You stick around one more uh, Absolutely. Okay. The best party of this particular week is right here at Ballers, by the way. Come on down and pick up your tickets. All the CFL stars, the TSN personalities, World Series champions going to be here tonight, and my family. We'll be right back on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. This is it. The 109th Grey Cup will be contested on Sunday between the Toronto Argonauts and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And this is, Dave said, Dave Patricia's with us, the sports doctor. He said you're 15th or 16th Grey Cup. I've, I've kind of lost count, but I'm call, calling this one number 15. Okay, 21st for me. Um, so we've been to a lot of these. And I know that by the Friday, we're still not even really talking about the game. We're talking about all the other stuff, which is fun. That's yes. what you would want. Got a, a vis, uh, viewer listener in Canton, Georgia, Mark Hodge. Thank you, Mark, for listening and uh, writing in. He's listening on uh, WQEE. Because I watched your commissioner this morning. What a disaster. <laughs> Word salad oh, no. answers. Clear lack of leadership. Dougal Spicy. in Calgary. I don't know what's going on. He sent me something here, but I can't open it. It just basically said it was bad. Uh, from the plain and simple worst commissioner ever. I hate that we're sitting here having to talk about stuff like this. Now, have, does Goodell, you're a Viking season ticket holder. Yes. Right? Does Goodell go through this? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think How do you criticize them, really? How could you? I mean, they've have been criticizing, but that's mostly about hiring practice and weird stuff. But, you know, embrace this. And, and, and we talked about this during the last segment. Like, Canada has a great thing going the Grey Cup. Where else can you connect with friends like here? Like yesterday, we walked into the Four Seasons to see George. There's people on your recommendation having the, having the dry ribs in there. And we're going to go to places. We're going to see people that I didn't even know come to Grey Cup because they show up in the town. And it's people that I haven't seen. Maybe I haven't seen in years and stuff. It's such a part of Canadian culture that let's just keep embracing this thing. And, 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 and I don't know what, what the advantage of changing a day of a playoff game is. I do not know what an advantage in life would that would be. Well, what would they call that? Rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic? That would be, you know, you know there, there's bigger things they need to do. Anyways, uh, from our viewers, more, less. <laughs> Actually, I was telling my guy, Kevin, the medium, this this morning. Uh, Les writes in and he says, speaking of expansion, any idea what's up with the schooners? That's where I officially jumped off the Ambrosie train. 
this year's Touchdown Atlantic between Saskatchewan and Toronto because he had us all revved up at the news conference for Touchdown Atlantic. We're closer ever than ever to have a team, and they want us out here, and it's great. Oh, okay, cool. I was kind of leery of it, but Randy's saying so. And then the game comes, and the, uh, as you know, Gary Drummond, the guy leading that Schooners thing, says, I'm not even going to the game because that would make people think that we're even close to having a team, and we're not even talking. There's nothing. And I'm like, I'm done. And, I'm out. And again, that probably goes down to a lack of confidence in the league because someone should step up. You know, we know it costs money. We know it costs money to build a stadium. But there's lots of partnerships. Look at the partnership that the Winnipeg Blue Bombers did with the University of Manitoba and the province of Manitoba. We've got a beautiful stadium. The f- facility is used for the University of Manitoba Bisons. It's used for high school football. Of course, there's fees involved. It's not just a picnic, right? But, I mean, that is a community-owned. So you could put something at 20,000 seats in there in one of those great university towns in the eastern part of Canada, and you can get it done. Maybe it's a, maybe someone finally starts up. Maybe there's a big sponsor in the league say, we need a couple million dollars. We need some help over there. Naming rights, all this stuff. Get it done. Just somebody get it done. Uh, Allie in Edmonton, or specifically Sherwood Park, Alberta, writes in. He says, happy CFL Grey Cup Friday. I'm enjoying the show. We are cheering for Pinball and Josh <laughs> Haggerty in the game. Your CFL party at Ballers sounds like it will be awesome. Our parties are always awesome, right, David? Always. I'm looking forward to this one. Rob in Cold Lake, Alberta. Hi, Rod. Oh, why does this keep popping out? Folks seem to like the way the NFL does things, so why doesn't the CFL go get someone from down south to do things in a bigger, better way? Whatever that is. Last minute of play in hour one. I don't know. what I get what he's saying. A celebrity endorser. Look at all the Ryan Reynolds talk in buying the Ottawa Senators. That was crazy. Yeah. Maybe. Ooh, I heard that. I don't know. Yeah. Kurt Russell's going to buy the blue box. I read this fascinating book. Kurt the, Russell. Uh, Look yeah, it up, kids. Yeah. I read, read this fascinating book on when John Candy and Wayne Gretzky and uh, Bruce McNall. I don't remember um, the title of it. But it was just to talk the trials and tribulations of how they kind of stuck their neck out. We all know our thoughts on Bruce McNall, but Gretzky and Candy, they were great partners. And they took that team all the way to the Grey Cup in 1991, which was in Winnipeg. It's a fascinating read. But, but again, there were so many different factors working against those guys. that they, they, like some of the other, And it worked. It, but it worked there. But then they all bailed out because the fans didn't support it. But, I mean, like, we're why out of not? Time. We're out of time, buddy. Enjoy your great cupping. Thank we'll you. We'll see you tonight. Absolutely. All right. Next hour, Greg's on, and gosh knows who else. Stick around here on Game Plus and WQEE. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to Prime Video's Culture Rated Collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.